Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Kyber Loves Movies, the first episode of 2021. I, I'm, as always, your host, uh, Gregorio Kyber Figueroa, but I am joined today by a new guest, my my good friend, uh, Colin Churchill Wapple. What's up, dude? Hi, it's nice to be here. Thanks so, for inviting so let, me. So let me start off. I, I feel like I, whenever I pronounce your name, it's, I always say like Wapple. Like, is that how you pronounce it? Or is it Wapple? I, I, have I been doing it wrong this whole time? It's, I, you know, honestly, I don't really have a preference. It's, I mean, I've been told it's Wapple, okay. like Waffle. I mean, you can call me Waffle too. I don't mind that. But <laughs> yes, my, as long as you don't call me Colin, that's what I usually get. I'm like, I have no. How do you get Colin from Colin? I you know, I, I Starbucks people, right? <laughs> yeah yeah I, I get it I, yep definitely <laughs> all right uh so i mean i don't know where where you want to start uh but i kind of there's been a lot of there's there hasn't been much happening in the realm of movies uh but what i guess i guess what i'll start with asking is what have you seen recently uh or like what what have you been watching recently well um I've, i just watched obviously soul i saw it like twice in like two days okay back to back and then uh i finished mandalorian i'm excited for the bad batch to come out i'm really interested in that movie wise i mean i really haven't seen too much i've been just kind of re-watching some old disney movies yeah uh so yeah uh yeah so let's 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 start by talking about soul i guess and then we can i would love to talk about the mandalorian just a little bit um <laughs> of course you would <laughs> and then and then we can talk about some of the disney movies you've been watching because uh, i mean i've been watching kind of kind of repeat stuff but uh yeah. not not too much but yeah let's so obviously on christmas day soul dropped on uh disney plus uh along with other uh like uh hbo max had wonder woman release uh wonder woman 1984 but um yeah so soul uh new pixar movie pixar is always great at great at uh animation um so what so i guess let me start with like what 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 do you think of it oh phenomenal i would say it's definitely my top three pixar movies okay really yes 100 this is a uh, game changer for pixar oh game changer hundred percent. Yes. How, why, why do you, is there any specific reason why you think so? You know, I, I, I kind of started when they had inside out come out. Um, uh-huh. uh, let me just, let me just say there's probably, well, there's probably uh, to anybody listening, there's probably going to be spoilers for uh, soul and probably other Pixar movies, just so people know um, it's, I don't usually give spoiler warnings because we're usually talking about older, uh, more less recent movies, but soul being a very recent movie. Um, just putting that in there all right uh continuing starting with inside out you were talking about yeah i I, it kind of started when they released inside out and for a a child viewing this movie both movies is going to be a very different experience versus an adult which is why i'm going back to rewatch the old disney movies because i do notice there is a very different perception when you're older watching these kind of things so you know, the, the children, obviously, they love the colors, they love the characters, but they don't really understand the whole in-depth part of it. And like, you know, you and I, we're, we're older, so we definitely know much more about emotions and, you know, our questioning of the universe. 
<laughs> I think what's great about us watching it is we kind of get the best of both worlds. Cause I mean, not, not speaking for yourself, but I like, I like watching the, the movie for the fun kind of aspects of oh, it. Oh, 100%. Characters. I, it's, it's the, the, what's interesting about, what's interesting about animation is it's with the technology now, it looks gorgeous. These movies look so, so good. And it's yes. just, it's a testament to how, how real they look but also being animation it's just it's amazing at how 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 good pixar is at these movies just yeah. visually it's yeah. it's stunning i watched a bug's life last week and you just you see a huge difference between then and now but i i died when the uh the entity was like quiet coyote i i lost it so much it was, a, it was a funny movie i will say it, it was, was hilarious really, it was a good movie I, it was a good time uh, so yeah, I mean, just the th- so like getting getting into that a little deeper, like what what theme, like what like why why did Soul really grab you, and why why did you like it so much? Um, you know, I I love Pixar movies, especially. I mean, we we all grew up with them, but this one is very very different from a typical Pixar movie because I almost feel like the intended audience is for the parents of the kids because a child doesn't understand yet what it means to live their life, right? They're just living in the moment every day, day to day. And they yeah. don't realize how deep and complex it gets once you're older, like with all the outside factors affecting our lifestyle. Yeah. And so you really understand when you see this movie, especially where they're trying to take you in the sense that, you know, people every day question, what is their purpose? What is their meaning behind it? And this whole movie just, throws it out the window and it just completely throws you off guard with what they're going to show you. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I kind of thought I knew. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to, so what, what I'll say is I'm happy that you enjoyed it so much and really, uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I have a, I have a very, not, not, not bad thought, but I, I don't. So I enjoyed the movie. I really liked it. I I think that there's a lot a lot to love in it. It's it's definitely not one of my favorites. Um, it's 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 probably it's probably like middle of the pack for me personally. Um, there was just I I liked the messages that they were kind of talking about, but I thought that they I thought in true Pixar fashion, I didn't I didn't think it hit emotionally enough for me. You know, I've been when I go to these movies, I expect to really like feel like a, a change and feel like feel really feel something really get something out of it and i feel like this movie was so close so many times to doing that and really giving me the the satisfaction or the 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 really good uh meaningful stuff for me personally and it just i felt i felt like near the end it just missed uh it just barely missed in a lot of those categories uh, so I don't want to focus on that. That's I, I'm, I, I want to hear more about how it really kind of spoke to you a little bit, if whatever you want to say. I just want to uh, kind of start with that because I obviously I'm trying on this show. I try to have a positive uh, outlook on movies, so I don't want to focus on my negativity of it. And, and by no means I did I not like this movie. I loved it. I really enjoyed watching it. It really bucked my expectations of the movie. For example, I thought for most of the movie they would be in the soul realm, in the 
in like the the great the they call it the great before and i thought a lot of it was going to be exploring that world and i really enjoyed uh one of my favorite parts of the movie i have like two favorite parts that i could talk about one of them was kind of getting into the getting to the mythology of the Greek before and really him seeing like the land of all the lost souls and going on the pirate ship and stuff. That was really cool because I was like, oh, we're going to go on this really cool adventure. Uh, and then, but that was an expectation I had. And then they, they really shifted and they, they, they went back to earth in different bodies. And that, that was something I didn't expect at all. And it really presented a really cool uh, progression of the movie. And, it just the movie to its credit really did leave me guessing i didn't know i didn't know what was gonna happen it was very atypical like that it was is a very non-linear kind of it was a very very complex kind of story with a lot going on uh and so i think i think watching again would help me personally uh get more out of it but yeah that's that's uh i'll i'll leave my 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 favorite moment of the movie till later on but uh yeah so what so I guess what um so did you did you like the message about uh so I think the overall message of the movie was like you don't have a specific purpose you you should live live um day day at a time and really um live your life uh but what so like what I guess my question is like what what did the movie speak to you and like what what did you get out of it I guess Oh man, I got so much out of it. I mean, <clears throat> with with the entire like great before and great after, how they portray that to a child makes a little more sense, even though they kind of still don't maybe know what it means. But to us, like we get it all this is like before babies are born, or this is obviously where you go and you die. It's very simple and simplistic. But um, the entire message that I got from that movie was you make the life you want to live. There's no one else who controls it. You live it yourself yeah. and whatever you love, you should continue to do. Now it's important because you see Joe after he's done with his, sorry, spoiler, after he's done with his, uh, you know, his concert, his jazz concert, right? He walks outside and he, he just kind of feels like that was it. And I love that quote that um, she used about the fish in the pond with the, uh, and the young fish goes up to the old fish and he's looking for the ocean. The old fish says, this is the ocean. And the little, the little fish is like, this is the ocean. This is water. I want the ocean. It's like, it's the same thing. You're in it right now. This is the life you're living. So yeah. you should have, you, you got to appreciate the little things and live, you know, kind of a day-to-day -day basis. Obviously you should be smart about it and plan ahead and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, really appreciate every little thing every day. Yeah. And I, I think the movie did such a good job just creating the world that the movie obviously takes place in. It's gorgeous, but it's also, it feels like there are real stakes in the movie because Joe, who played by, voiced by Jamie Foxx, is uh, like a middle school band teacher. And I mean, I have, I have person, personal experience with being in band and kind of not, not particularly in New York City and that kind of as in a larger band that was kind of a smaller thing but I've obviously had experience with that uh, and this but it's also it's also he, he wants more he wants to pursue his music career more uh, and that that moment yeah that moment when when he walks out and he's he seems he seems very like 
that's it. Like, I, I thought I would, he said, I thought I would feel different or I thought, I thought it would feel different. Uh, and, and there's so many, I agree. There's so many times in my life probably that I wanted to do something and then I've done it and it's, it doesn't feel as satisfying maybe as I thought it would be. Uh, and that's just, that's, that's, I liked that in the movie cause it felt real. It felt, uh, it, that's something that kids probably definitely won't, uh, get as adults. So I would agree. I think I would agree with you that, um, kids, this made this movie was probably made more uh, with adults in mind than kids, which is which is really interesting because you think of Pixar in their past, like a bunch of colorful like stuff like Cars, like Toy Story. Obviously, has Toy Story is great. It has a lot of adult themes, but it's really geared towards kids. This is the like. There's not really any. I mean, they have the they have the great before stuff and that to really um, facilitate this uh, this journey that Joe goes on but it also is like, it's not the main focus. Uh, like Inside Out, it was more the main focus uh, with the emotions inside the inside uh, Riley's head. But this, it was more, that it was more a side, a side part of the movie uh, with the more colorful parts of it, which was, which was really interesting. Um, getting into what I'll say uh, about the overall message is, I really liked the his role, like Joe's role as a teacher. I thought that was a very compelling part of the movie. Um, how he was reluctant, like this isn't what all he wanted, but he was really good at it, and he was really, it was it was re- very touching for me because he was really ma- it seemed to be making a difference in these kids' lives, especially the the trombone player, uh, the girl who was really really talented with the trombone, but also didn't want to be made fun of because she was. She obviously was a little bit shy and uh, kind of um, insecure about her talent, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. Um, and one of, one, one of, another one of my favorite moments was when um, that girl goes to Joe, who is at this point in the movie occupied, his body is occupied by uh, Tina Fey's character little soul 22. 22 i thought it was 24 and i was like no that's not right so 22 um which i thought the whole idea of 22 was so cool how like everybody all like the greatest people in the world have tried to tried to help her and mentor her and she's not taking any of it so i thought that was really really compelling and really interesting um we can get to that in a minute but she kind of just talks to the girl and and really kind of shows joe and then joe at this point is in the body of a cat which grew on me a little bit i didn't love that idea i thought it was a little wacky but i guess kids movie um but he sees how how important his role as a teacher is kind of from a distance from not being in there um i think that was really cool the the whole portion when he is as a cat and trying to help 22 uh, them get back to uh, his body. I thought that experience was one of the most compelling for me to watch because he sees how how he affects the world from without doing it. He he sees as a observer how he himself lives and affects the world. And I thought that was a really cool, interesting thought and really interesting 
part of the movie. Uh, and that kind of gets what I'll, my favorite part of the movie, my favorite moment was when they're in the barbershop and uh, 22 obviously being, being um, new to everything asks, ask questions to the bar, like to the barber um, and just asks about his life and how, and at the end of it, he says, he says something along the lines of um, you like uh, 22 asks, Oh, why, why have I not like, why have you not said this to me yet? Or why have I not heard about this? And he says, cause you never asked. Uh, and that was really a, that was really a really kind of hit me in the, in the gut. Cause it's like, wow. Like just Joe, 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 Joe know these, knows these people. He, he, they're a part of his daily life, but he, and he sees that he, he internalizes that and he sees, wow, I, I live with these, I live in this world, but I don't, I don't stop and acknowledge the people in it and as much as I should. And that was really cool because it's just, that was, that was one of the moments when I thought just kind of, there's a, so basically what I'm trying to say is a lot of this stuff, I'm kind of going all over the place. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> but basically what I'm trying to say is there's, there's a lot of this, a lot of messages and a lot of things you can get out of this movie that I think part of the problem of my enjoyment is some of those things that really spoke to me weren't fully realized. Whereas the main message of the movie of like, you can make, you can live your own life. Uh, you aren't, you aren't like destined to do anything or controlled. You, it's yours to live. That didn't hit me as much because I was so enthralled and so obsessed with a bunch of the other messages like Joe's role as a teacher and neglecting his teacher roles rather uh, for wanting to do music, which was definitely uh, more risky, but it's also, he's not, he's not seeing the value of his teaching. Um, and they kind of just ended it very open-endedly. And it was just very, in my, but again, testament to this movie for really talking about all these different things and melding them together. I just think that they could have done a slightly better job of realizing some of the stuff they had set up. But that's that's just me. That's a good point. So, you know, uh, it, I, what I love about Twenty Two is, for me, I interpret her, or you know, whatever they are, as kind of like the mind of a child. And you know, yeah. children asks the ask these questions all the time, um, which, you know, to adults they're probably meaningless and like whatever is just a question. But you see how open-ended they become and how they get into those conversations, like you mentioned in the barbershop, because Joe. Joe's a good character, but he's very uh, like selfish. Yeah. He's only looking like he went into this whole situation if, with an objective to better himself rather than help someone else, which is yeah. the whole premise of why they get together in the first place. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I again, I really, I really, I think that I love, I love Tia, like all the, the performances, especially Jamie Foxx's Joe and Tina Fey is 22 are so good and it's just you really you really feel these characters um but overall I really enjoyed it um and yeah I'm I'm really I'm it makes me happy to hear that it's one of your top three uh because it, it is so good and it's just kind of sucks I wish I wish I could have gotten to see it seen it in the theaters but I think that um it was good to it was good to finally see it it's a good movie to watch if you yeah feel you are in like you're stuck you feel like you're stuck somewhere in your life this is a good movie i think definitely for you to watch yeah 
So uh, yeah, uh, do you have anything else to say regarding Soul? Uh, anything you want to talk about? Love the music, hundred percent. So good. Oh, with that it's, piano. Uh, yeah, I liked those. I liked. They had really good music scenes, especially the first kind of. There's a scene where Joe's playing a piano and he, he it's they call it getting in the zone. Uh, really, just getting enamored and really, really caught up in it. And you can see his love. It, one thing they didn't fail at is you can really see his love for playing music, and uh, that's something a lot of people can relate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very, it's a very universal movie that a lot of people can get get stuff out of. So I encourage you if you haven't seen it, it's available on Disney Plus. So go ahead and watch it. It's a really good time. Uh, so kind of kind of on the topic of Pixar. Uh, I I want to I would be remiss if I there's a different there's another Pixar movie that came out last year, um, and it's by far like I'm talking by far my favorite Pixar movie by far, um, and that that was Onward. Did you get a chance to see Onward? I did not. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to get too much into it then, but I will say it's whereas whereas. Soul kind of left me a little disappointed with the message. Onward, throughout the movie, they built up this one. They kind of built up towards the the overall message and overall meaning of the movie throughout the whole movie. And it's it's so the movie's basically about two brothers, uh, played by Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, um, Barley and Ian, who are, and the movie's set in a fantasy type world with elves and uh trolls and uh dragons and stuff uh ian and barley are two elves and uh it's also like a modern modern world so like there's there's cars and highways and houses just like ours but it's fantasy characters um so already already i'm interested in it because it's it's i like that kind of stuff um but basically the whole the whole story of the movie is uh Ian, Ian discovers something on his 16th birthday that would allow uh, him to see his father uh, who had passed away. And it's about, it's about them going on this quest to, uh, at the end, say, uh, basically get to talk to their father for, uh, for a day. And it, at the surface, it might seem very, um, very, very kitty, very, um, very just fantasy type, general fantasy adventure type. Um, but the reason why I like it so much is because there's there's really serious and really cool messages um, and a really meaningful uh, message for me, at least, in the movie. And they build up to it and I kind of saw where it was going. Uh, but it, it's I've, I've already seen it twice and I, I love it so much. Um, I don't want to spoil it because it's, it's uh, really special and... Um, I hope uh, you see it. It's also available on Disney Plus. So, but I just wanted to throw that out there because it's really been. I, every time I watch Onward, I just it really it re- it's really a special movie for me at least, and uh, I encourage watching it. Um, it's a really good, really good time. Pixar is rarely with a bad movie. Uh, you can never really go wrong with Pixar. They've. I'm excited for where they're what what projects they're working on in the future but they they've they've really put out some really cool um 
really cool movies. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the whole discussion on Pixar. Uh, Soul, really good. Watch Onward. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I can talk, honestly, I can talk about Pixar movies uh, all day. I could probably talk about Onward for like two days. Um, you can probably talk about Star Wars for a week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, speaking of Star Wars, obviously it's my, obviously we love to talk about movies on this show, but once in a while we can talk about a couple TV shows. Um, and one TV show that has really, I think we both enjoyed a lot uh, was The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Um, now, apologies to anybody who haven't seen it or uh, are not the biggest Star Wars people. Uh, we'll try to... I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep it brief uh, a little bit, not get too deep and stuff. Um, but I haven't talked with anybody on the podcast yet about about much star wars stuff so what i'll what i'll start with thanks for bringing that up by the way uh like what okay so what what'd you think of uh season two just just ended a few weeks ago uh what'd you what'd you think of it um and do you want to do spoilers talk out of spoilers what do you what do you want to do i don't know i feel like how long i mean when did they finish that last month yeah like the season two yeah yeah i think they you know they know by now what happens so I, I say we go for it. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit of spoilers uh, here. Uh, so if you're watching, sorry. Um, if you don't care, that's fine. Uh, but I think we're gonna talk a little bit of spoilers uh, about it. Uh, but again, my question, my question, uh, what did you think of kind of the overall season um, and what what ended up happening? What what like I what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I thought the second season was. Honestly, a lot better than the first. I was definitely I, more attention grabbing, mostly because you know they bring freaking Boba Fett back, and we love Boba Fett. Boba Fett's great. Um, I really like how they buffed up his armor and made it really nice and new. Like I was like, dang, that's impressive. You know, it's a very different vibe. You know, honestly, I kind of didn't like the ending. Okay. I was a little really disappointed. Okay. It's good to know. I. I differ on that fact. I think it was a really, a really good ending that was really executed well. Um, but, and there, there's a reason behind this. Um, so what I loved about season two is season one was kind of introducing, I mean, season two, I think was meant to be just sky high better than season one because season one, they have like adventures that he meets baby Yoda, uh, otherwise known as Grogu. Um, but, and they kind of they kind of set up like the events for season two. And I mean, just starting with the the first episode is great. I thought when I first saw the first episode, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then it seemed like as the season went on, it just got better and better and better and better. Um, but the the most compelling thing for me was uh, was the main story along with uh, regarding Mandalore and the, the lore around Mandalorian culture, because I mean, in the starting off the show, you're the audience is kind of with uh, what I love about the show is the audience is kind of with the main protagonist, Din, Din Djarin about kind of Mandalorian culture. Nobody knows about it. He doesn't, he doesn't, he himself doesn't know much about it. He just knows like the code and he, he thinks he knows a lot about it, but 
we learn that he knows nothing almost. Uh, and one of my my favorite, probably my one of my one of my three three third favorite episode of the season is probably the third episode when he meets uh, previous Mandalorians. Uh, he meets uh, Bo Katan and her her posse because. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, there's been previous um, Star Wars content, Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, where they introduced the planet of Mandalore and Mandalorians uh, set in this kind of universe. And Bo-Katan is the daughter of Duchess Satine, I think, or like related to her. His sister. Sister, yeah, yeah, sister. I knew knew it wasn't daughter. Related, they're still related. They're related. Yeah. Uh, and she, and she is, she ends, she's at this point, she's basically, she's the heir of the Mandalorian throne. Uh, she's like, she, she's Mandalorian royalty. Um, and, and Din, who, who thinks can't, can't take off the helmet, can't do any of that. And, what was curious for me throughout this whole season was, or throughout the whole first season was, wait, no, uh, Mandalorians have been able to take off their helmets, so that makes no sense. I'm just going to leave it. They'll probably, like, I, I, I didn't, looking back, I didn't, like, get too mad about it, but I thought, oh, that's a little weird. Uh, and then you you meet Bo, he meets, uh, the Mandalorian meets Bo-Katan, uh, and they they take off their helmets, and he's like, you're not Mandalorian. And I'm like, and 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 she's like, dude, I'm like the Mandalorian heir. Like, I I'm royalty, so you know nothing, basically. And you're, and then then one of the others says, oh, he's he's part of the he's part he's one of them, and so he's apparently uh, part of a cult, a Mandalorian cult, which was so interesting. Um, but this is this is basically my long way of introducing. Like, I think the way it ended really helps that storyline to continue and him kind of discovering what his place in man in the mandalorian mythos is and like it just are they gonna go to mandalore and stuff like that but i mean between between boba fett who is a character i never really liked before now i not, not gonna be honest oh, i'm gonna be man. honest i i thought he was kind of i thought boba was lame i didn't like him oh, that much are I, you kidding when he told off Bo-Katan's friend about owning the armor. Oh, I loved that. I was like, no, yes, I, Boba, yes. No, but what, what I was saying is before this show, I was not the biggest Boba Fett fan, but oh. how they how they used him in this show was so great. It was so great seeing like characters like Ahsoka Tano come back uh, in live action, who's a big character from the Clone Wars. Uh, as I said before, I loved seeing Bo-Katan uh, played by Katie Sackhoff, both uh, both in live action and uh, in voice. Really good uh, performance. But overall, it was just, it was a really fun journey and a really, really good season overall. So, uh, yeah, I think there's good things coming from it, but uh, I, I was overall very happy with it. And I uh, I remember, so when I was watching some of the episodes, my parents were upstairs and they were like, it felt like you were watching a football game with how much you were making. I was like, I was enjoying the heck out of all of it. So. Good. I, you know, it's good that you like the ending. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if, if you all haven't seen Mandalorian, what are you doing? 
please go watch it Honestly. even if you're even if you're not the biggest star wars fan give it a try uh it's it i think it's very appealing to the masses but also appealing to diehard star wars fans as well i think it's a very universally uh well done show and i think it should i think it'll be enjoyed by a lot of people and uh yeah so it, that's that's my like plea if you haven't watched it please go watch it because it's it's an amazing show yes 100 percent uh I hope that my conversations about uh, all the lore that's involved in it is not put off, won't put you off because it's not, you don't need to know all that in my opinion. I think it helps, but you don't need to. It, they, they explain stuff pretty well. And it's yeah. a fun show. Uh, so I'd go see it. And the first season was nominated for an Emmy. So if nothing else, it's a good quality show because Definitely. it was literally nominated for best drama. Uh, it didn't win, but it, it it got nominated, which I'm going to hold on to that fact because that's so cool. Maybe this year. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I doubt it, um, but we'll see. Hopefully it'll get nominated again at least because that'll be some good stuff. Um, but yeah. Uh, so uh, moving on from that, uh, what you had said you were watching, watching, re-watching some other stuff. What are you, what are you watching? What have you been, if if you're not so i don't know your tv or movie habits but what have you i guess watched in the last week and say uh well i was watching old disney movies just like from my childhood mostly because i wanted to see if i remembered them correctly and some of them yeah about the same others i was completely thrown off guard i was like wow i really don't remember this at all yeah what uh if you so what I guess what was one you were, what was one you were watching? So by by far my all time, I mean, honestly arguably my top movie ever. Okay. Is is a Disney movie? It's an old movie. Uh, it's The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Really, I, I seen that movie for absolutely forever. love it. I will okay. watch that all the time if I could. Really. Yes, it what is. What about it is so like what do you like about it this is one of disney's most controversial movies and i love it like please do more controversial things like get us to think for once and it's so different than what i remember it because obviously you know it's about uh, quasimodo locked in the tower right yeah. he's ugly i haven't loves I, I haven't seen it for for like years. you better go watch it because it's oh so good that's just, this is another movie that a kid would not be able to like fully comprehend. Like obviously myself, I didn't understand it, the in-depth part. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of obviously Christian Catholic background, but you know, the whole, I love Frollo. He is one of my favorite villains. Oh, like I can't remember who voiced him, but ooh, that voice is just, that is a villain right there. hundred percent. Yeah, I'm often surprised at like who voices uh, move people in those movies because, um, but yeah. Uh, so I'm looking it up. It's Tony J voices Tony J. Claude Claude Frollo. Shout out to Tony J. Shout out to him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's good to. It's good to. Uh, good to know I, I i definitely will check that out sooner sooner rather than later because i mean i just i i like i like those disney movies because they really like disney has always been good at 
doing top-notch uh, songs and musicals as part of their movies. And that's me being a big uh, musical fan as is really a big, uh, big plus for me. Um, but yeah, like that's, it's, I, I wish I could, I wish I could uh, share in your revelry for the movie, but I, I honestly don't remember it one bit. Not gonna lie. You're, you're gonna wanna watch it. I mean, what Disney movie talks about damnation and hell and lust? It's just like, oh, more, give me more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, what I will say, I, I've talked about this before on this show, but the, the power of animation and animated movies to honestly be more, more kind of meaningful than live action movies is really, really interesting. Um, there's, there's something that you really, really met, like there's something about animated movies that make messages and, and lessons and light, just life thoughts and just thoughts more, more easy to communicate rather than live action movies. I find. Yeah. I, I agree with that hundred percent. Cause it's yeah. But I, so, so yeah, I think that that's really cool. Um, but yeah, is, so what is, so is there anything else that you would, that you'd want to talk about that you've been watching or anything else that you were dying to talk about? Um, you know, I, I think that for anyone who really loves movies and stuff, especially like going back to your childhood, I think I highly suggest you go rewatch some of your favorite ones because you know, you might get thrown off guard and be like, when did they add this? I do not remember this at all. I mean, like, you know, uh, I just, also watch Bugs Life because that was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And the animation style is just so different now. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the old traditional Pixar. But yeah. um, the like Hopper, I, I love the villains who aren't like the psychopaths, you know what I mean? Like the crazy, like maniacal ones. I love yeah. the genuine, like firm, strict, like to the book kind of villains who plan everything out. Like that to me is just. I mean, very, those make the best. Question. Those make the best villains. Like they do. Yeah. I mean, just recently, even even like in Marvel movies, there's the best villains are the ones who you can relate to and have a reason for their doing stuff, rather than just yes, I want to kill everything or I am evil. You know, I exactly I think the best. The best villains are the ones that you can see their point of view or see their side of things but also maybe not that, but like also just that are good, good villains are just hard to come by a lot of the times. And so it's, it's, I, I, I've been, I, I love a bug's life. I really want to watch it again. Um, I haven't seen it for a while, but so those are two movies that I should really check out. Um, yes, but sweet. Uh, before, before we get off, I wanted to talk about a few things. Um, one. So I have, I have another, so my other, so obviously with this is like the main show uh that i do but i also sometimes when i see a new movie that i have never seen before i uh talk about it in the weekly stub which is just a quick like short form uh not a review but just hey this is a cool movie that i saw uh and i am i'm 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 debating right now whether i want to do an episode on those on these movies that i just saw uh 
on that or talk to you here. Uh, what I'll what I'll do is I'll I'll uh, I'll quickly talk about kind of initial thoughts of those and then possibly leave the option open for talking about those uh, on that kind of show as well. But two movies I just saw. Uh, one of them is animated, but it's more anime, um, which I I don't so I don't I don't often watch anime. Uh, I don't I don't really like it that much. Um, but there's a few times movie movie forms that I I like to watch and uh, lat about three years ago, I saw a movie for the first time called Your Name, uh, which is an anime movie. And from the same, and recently I was able to see on HBO Max uh, a movie from the same person uh, called Weathering With You. And it's, it's a really, it's set, in a, it's set in, I think, Tokyo, Japan. Uh, and it's, it's basically about a boy who runs away from home and meets a girl who can control the weather. And oh, you know, I saw a trailer for this. It is, yes. it yes. is, it's what, let me just say the animation is so gorgeous, but also it's just, it's a very, it's a, it's a really cool movie. It's, there's a lot that happens, I'm not going to get into it, but like there's, there's moments that just really are just so breathtakingly beautiful in the movie, just like your name. Uh, I'm trying, I'm blanking on the uh, creator's name, uh, but these movies are they don't it's so it's so different watching foreign movies like those uh because it was it's obvious it was i watched it uh the dubbed version um because i don't i don't like i don't i don't often like reading subtitles but uh it's so it's it's while i was watching it's just like this just doesn't they don't feel like movies that you've seen before uh just the progression of the movie just kind of how the plot advances it's very it's very unique and very uh it feels very different than common movies uh nowadays and so uh highly suggest it it's a lot of fun um and then the last movie i'll talk about before probably ending is a movie on netflix that i that uh we were i was i was watching with my family um it's 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 not like an original or anything uh but it's called so the movie's called Killers. It's a it's a it's a comedy. Uh, it's more comedy. It's about it's starring um, Ashton Kutcher and Katherine Heigl. And let me tell you, when I was watching this movie, I loved it. Like every like every moment I watched it, it was just I was consistently enjoying what happened. Like what happens. It's a really funny uh lighthearted movie that uh is just highly suggested if you're looking for a good time it's a little silly a little ridiculous in, in some parts but really funny uh the i haven't laughed like with like i did when i watched this movie for a while i just had i had the best time watching this movie it was such a fun time watching this movie and i haven't had i mean i've had good times watching movies uh recently but I just, th- this, this felt very special for me, just, just having so much fun watching the movie, not having to worry about anything, any of the stakes or anything, just getting to enjoy the movie. Uh, so I, I highly suggest it if you haven't seen it, but, uh, but yeah, those are two movies. Uh, keep on the lookout. I might be doing a episode of the weekly stub to go more in depth uh, on these movies because I would love to talk about them, but uh, yeah, those are just two I wanted to mention. Uh, this 
and yeah, there's a lot of I'm I'm looking forward to some of the potential stuff coming out in 2021. Um, I don't know what's going to come out in 2021 due to our wonderful friend COVID-19, but uh, we'll see. Uh, I think that there's there's a lot of potential for this year uh, that was kind of lost by 2020. Um, overall, I thought 2020. I also considering I don't know. I haven't done. I have like a. I haven't done a top ten from the year or. I, I, I kind of want to talk about my movies from last year that I loved. Uh, I've kind of talked a little bit about it. Uh, there's not much. The problem is there's not many movies past the summer that I can talk about. I've already talked about my favorite movies of the year. So I don't know the, the benefit in doing it best of, but we'll see. Uh, I'm always, I'm always looking to do new stuff on the show. Uh, and I've enjoyed doing it and i hope that you guys enjoy it um before unless unless you wanted to talk about anything else colin uh is there anything else you wanted to like anything else that i'm missing that you want to talk about uh well two things first i totally forgot i even watched this on netflix <laughs> i don't know if you've ever seen it um american vandal i have not so I've first about it, there's two seasons they're like i don't know like eight episodes it's yeah. not it's really not that long um first season was pretty good a little childish whatever it's a high school setting second season blew my mind absolutely um i never thought i would sit in my own bed and be like wow who would have thought this kind of a tv show would get to me like that yeah. um i won't spoil it for anybody cool. uh honestly i would skip the first season see the, the, there's nothing really yeah they're not they're not uh i mean there's just two characters that return so it's not like they're not really connected it's just like continuing with a new thing. So I always skip the first season, watch the second season. So good. Uh, second thing, I'm super excited for, I, I'm pretty sure they're coming out this year, is Jurassic World and King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. I'm excited for that one, those two. Yeah, those are, those are, those are, I really liked the Kong Skull Island movie. Um, and I thought that, so, I, I did the the the, the Godzilla mo- movies kind of seemed a little disjointed to me, so I'm 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 excited I'm I'm excited about uh, seeing Kong and Godzilla, uh, and I mean I love Jurassic World, the first Jurassic World, and I even though it was uh, not taken well, Fallen Kingdom was great too. Uh, I thought so. I'm excited to see those. So yeah, thanks for mentioning those. I honestly, I would do a whole episode on stuff i know like on anticipated movies for this year but i don't know much about that's coming out this year because of covid i don't know and because i was let's just say i was so excited to see a quiet place part two last year so excited Mm -hmm. and i haven't yet to see it (laughs) so i'm not i'm my my uh anticipation levels for movies are just eh, as they come uh i know netflix is doing a lot of movies they're doing like a new they 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 make it they're like release a new movie every week. Yeah. Like what? Uh so there's a lot to look forward to. I just don't this is the first year in a while that I've like cuz usually there's like a new Marvel movie come out, new Star Wars movie coming out. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait till December. It's January. I can't wait till December. Uh I can't wait till the summer." Uh but now it's like I don't I don't have anything I'm excited for. I just kind of as it comes, I'll I'll watch it, but it's it's kind of a weird place in in the movie the movie world that I'm at right now. So 
but yeah, that's we'll see. We'll see how this year goes. Well, it's still early, 13 days yeah. into the 2021. Uh, Almost on so. the brink of a civil war. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I try. I, I, I would love to talk about that kind of stuff, but I want to <laughs> keep this show as apolitical as that possible. Is a wise decision. Uh, maybe I may, might make another podcast that says Kyber loves politics. Well, Kyber talks politics. Kyber <laughs> talks politics. And, uh, <laughs> I could have that, but uh, for the movie realm right now, I just want to stick with the movies. Don't stick get with movies and, with politics. And entertainment in general. Politics right? is horrible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, you can find our podcast on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, we still have an email uh, that you can send questions, maybe your favorite movies to, uh, questions you want me to talk about. If you want to appear on the show, let me know. Uh, but yeah, so that I believe that is, I'll, I'll, I'll link it in the strict in description, but I think it's Kyber Loves Movies Pod at gmail.com. No caps. Uh, link in this in the description for this video. But as always, uh, I've enjoyed ta- I enjoy talking movies with my guests and with everybody. Uh, so please just uh, share the podcast with the, some friends. Check us out on I think we have an Instagram as well. So yeah, uh, thank you all for listening, uh, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day.